Hill Ministries, where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. Have you ever wondered why Jesus asked who had touched him after the woman touched his garment? Clearly he knew. He knows everything. The Bible doesn't tell us why he asked, but that he asked. In my heart, I believe he asked because he wanted her to know her relationship was personal and that it was important to him, just like your relationship is personal and important to Jesus. Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim takes us on a journey through Mark 5, 25-34, revealing life-changing truths from the faith exhibited by the woman who touched his garment. Hello, and thank you for joining us as we take a walk through the scriptures. I'm sure this is a familiar passage for many of you. It's one that touches my heart, and every time that I read it and look at it, something new just jumps off at the page. But one thing I know for sure is that faith put in Jesus, it makes a change in our lives. And each of us, each of us need to draw closer to him that he could draw closer to us. In fact, in James chapter 4 and verse 8, he tells us that. He says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. In other words, as we get closer to the Lord, we are going to rid our lives of habitual sins. We're going to rid our lives of the things that aren't pleasing to the Lord so that we can open up our vessel that he can bless it and fill it up. Oh, how I love him tonight. How about you? Let's pray. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for this another opportunity to come before you. Lord, I pray that through these few moments that we are together that we draw close to you. Lord, I pray that you would give us a desire to know more of you, to be more like you, to live a life that is pleasing so that you could fill us to overflowing, Lord, that others would see you in us. Remove me from this message, Lord, and allow the words that I speak to be those, Lord, that you would have others to hear. Deal with our hearts, open our minds, and change us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Mark chapter 5, beginning in verse 25 through 34, reads as this. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, 
turned him about in the press, and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. I want you to see some things in this that just jump out at me in the very beginning before we go very far into this. But he says, when she heard of Jesus. There are people in your lives today that need to hear of Jesus. There are people that are in your paths. There are people that are going to cross your path. There are people that you are close to. There are acquaintances that you have. There are jobs that you have that have people around you. These are not accidents, my friend. God has orchestrated a plan for your life, and his plan is to use you in his service to bring others to the kingdom. And the people that are put in your paths are people that God has put there for a purpose, and that purpose is to tell Tell them about him. Who in your life needs to hear about Jesus? She went to Jesus because she had heard about him. And she had a faith that was unmatched. All she wanted to do was touch his garment. Because she knew that if she could just get close enough to touch the hem of his garment, she would be whole. And Jesus immediately, after she touches him, he asks, who touched him? Immediately, he stops where he's going. He stops the path that he's going to, and he turns around, and he looks through the press of people. He sees her. And he asks, who touched me? I want you to see that Jesus wasn't too busy to stop and turn and look and see. I want you to understand what he did. He stopped what he was doing. <clears throat> he turned around he looked and searched for her, and he actually saw her. How many of us think we are too busy to stop and help that person we see at the store that God nudges in our heart? He needs a word from you. She needs to see a smile from you. But we're so busy, caught up in our own lives, that we are not usable. Who are we compared to Jesus? Do we really think we're that? That we can't stop what we're doing? He didn't just stop people. He searched for her. Sometimes God will put people in your heart, and you got to search to find them. Sometimes God will make you go to that person 
that maybe you just don't like. Or maybe they scare you. Or maybe there's just something about them that intimidates you. But Jesus says, you go and you look, and when you get in front of them, you see them. And you look at them. And you be present with them. So many times we're just so busy, so willy-nilly, going left and right and front and back, and we see this person, we see that person, we give them all just a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and nobody gets enough of anything. It's not what he did. He also didn't keep going. You're healed and walk on. He didn't do that. He stopped, and he saw her. And Then I want you to know he called her daughter. She wasn't a stranger. She was important to him. So I submit to you that the reason he asked who touched me was he wanted her to know it was a personal relationship, that she was important to him, that she wasn't just one of the crowd. The scenario that we're giving in this account is that there was a throng of people, so you were probably shoulder to shoulder. Even the disciples says, and this multitude of people, you want me to say who touched you? Again, like us, really missing the point that God had for him. Those disciples didn't get it. She was as important as any person in that crowd. And it was a one-on-one conversation, and she, he wanted her to know that the relationship was personal, and she wasn't just another person. I believe the woman had a relationship with Jesus that was built on faith, or I don't think she would have been as sick as she was for as long as she was, probably feeling weak and embarrassed and a bunch of other things. I don't think she would have gone out, though she noised and heard that Jesus was there. I don't think if she hadn't had faith, I don't think she would have gone. See, she was healed because of her faith. She knew that if she could touch him, she'd be made whole. It was clear that her faith was what gave her the healing that she so desperately needed. See, you can have that kind of relationship with Jesus too. But you're going to have to have faith. Again, he didn't continue down the road when he touched him. I believe this gives us a picture of what God does when we touch him through prayer. And when we touch him through studying his word, I believe he stops. I believe his ear becomes inclined to us when we acknowledge that he is God. In fact, Psalms 46.10 says to be still and know that I am God. When we're still in the scriptures and we're reading the word of God and we just allow him to speak to our hearts and minds, That builds relationship. I believe that's when we touch his garment and he heals our hearts and he heals our minds and he heals our souls. And he fills us with all that he has for us. When he looks directly at us and he meets our every need because we are in a one-on-one personal relationship with a God that has stopped and is fully present with me. 
me, Kim Miller, a name that's not a household name, but he knows my name. And he's familiar with me, and I am familiar with him. That's the kind of faith she had. I believe that when he turned around, he let us all know that if we draw close to him, he'll draw close to us. I opened up our message with James chapter 4 and verse 8, draw nigh unto me and I will draw nigh unto thee. See, she touched him. And he stopped and he turned. I believe he moved towards her. Because you know, his word is true. She didn't have anything that she could offer him, and in fact, she wanted something from him. In fact, she got something from him. But he loved her, and he knew who she was. He turned and drew near to her. This remains true for us. So many years ago, the woman turned and touched his garment. He stopped and he turned. Why is that so important? Well, hopefully all I've said previously has given you a glimpse into why it is. But just in case you've forgotten, that still happens today. I can see her in the crowd, can't you? I can see the the desperation on her face. I can see the effort. But you know what I don't see? I don't see hopelessness. She had a faith, and faith causes action. She believed that faith in him. It moved her forward, and he turned and came back to her. He hasn't passed you by, my friend. He's just waiting for you to reach out. I think perhaps he asked so she could reap the benefits of everyone around her seeing what Jesus had just done for her. He redeemed her, people. Her life was a wreck. She had probably lived in shame. She may not have gotten out of the house much. She had a pretty desperate situation. But this man that everybody was talking about, Jesus of Nazareth, he touched her. He touched her with his heart as she touched the hem of his garment. He stopped what he was doing and he turned around. He gave her credibility. He gave her healing. He redeemed her and he let her know her worth. This man of Galilee loved her.
So I believe she was able to articulate and verbalize what Jesus had done for her over and over and over again. And I think that in doing so, her faith just got more and more. It increased. It became deeply imprinted on her heart. I believe that in every interaction that she had with people, she was telling him that this Jesus is personal. This Jesus loves you. This Jesus sees you for who you are. I believe if you're lost right now, searching for who you are, trying to find your identity, it's in Christ. And he and he alone sees you like no one. And he still loves you. If you don't believe me, read John chapter 4. He knew all about the woman at the well, yet he went out of his way, in harm's way, and waited for her to come to him. And then he gave her all she needed. He changed her life. He's in the life-changing business. And our faith grows stronger as we recount what he does for us to others. Oh, I believe he wanted her to know it was personal. I believe he wanted to redeem her. I believe he wanted to give her value in society. But I believe he gave her a testimony. She was now able to witness like never before. The Bible says in Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for the good. This lady, he turned her horrible situation and gave her a platform to tell others of his redemptive grace. And because he's personal and every interaction with him is personal, every interaction with him is God-ordained, it's Holy Spirit-filled. But most of all, I believe he asks because he is personal. And every interaction with his children is personal. I believe every interaction with God is is God-ordained and it's Holy Spirit-filled. And so when he turned around and spoke directly to the woman with the issue of blood, he pointed her out among the crowd. He brought her face-to-face with himself. He called her daughter. He let everyone in the crowd know that he knew her and that he loved her. He made it personal. This God that we serve isn't like all the things we do in our world where we have a social security number and we're just a number. Where we take a ticket and stand in line and then get whatever it is we need. No, he associated himself with her in the most personal of ways. 
He, in the presence of the crowd, he brought her into his family and he acknowledged her as such when he called her daughter. How did she do that? How was she engrafted into the family? She was done, she was brought into the family by her faith. And me and you, we have that same opportunity. Through faith in the finished work on the cross of Calvary by Jesus Christ. And that not of anything we could ever do. We can become part of the family of God. And know too a personal, close walk with Jesus. Be still and know that he is God. And seek him and ye shall find him. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com slash watwm where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Girl.